Off the Brawl on OTB Sports Radio, Ireland's first and only sports radio station. Now, delighted to welcome to the studio the number one ranked heavyweight in the country, Niall Kennedy. You're very welcome. Thanks, Amelia. Thanks for popping in. We have much to discuss. It's a busy week, obviously. A busy Saturday in Las Vegas and a busy mm. Saturday in Gorey, if that's yeah. not too strange a link. No, well, <laughs> it's probably the first time that link has ever been made, isn't it? Um, yeah, Vegas is probably more exciting, but I believe Gorey is probably more important, um, to be honest with you, but that's, that's my own humble opinion. Well, I'll agree with you for the time being then. Let's get into what's happening in Gorey first. I think everyone knows what's happening in Vegas. Uh, there is a Headspace initiative. So in Gorey Boxing Club on Saturday for 24 hours, no less, there is the fight against suicide. And as I understand it, this is an endurance event of sorts with a punching bag, I suppose, symbolically as much as anything to stand in solidarity with those who are battling with uh, depression or mental illness of any kind on a daily basis. It's to raise money, it's to raise awareness. All the money will go to Talk to Tom's counselling services. And you're here to promote that and tell us a bit more about that. So that's what's going on in Gorey this Saturday. Yeah, um, it starts at nine o'clock Saturday morning and every hour we have a different workshop. So we're trying to, my initial thinking on it was that I would have a 24 hour sport at time, but that doesn't get everyone. You know, there's a lot of people don't play sport. A lot of people are into the arts and music and drama and stuff like that. So I went and I got in contact with Talk to Tom, which is a local charity at home. And it was founded, believe it or not, through a young fella, Tom Flaherty, God rest him, killed himself. And it got got founded that way through suicide awareness, more or less. And this... Saturday was just, it was, they had a launch, they were looking for a launching pad for this new website, Headspace, Headspace Gory Die, sorry, and um, I had contacted them, I had been contacted by three young fellas over Christmas, um, suffering a little bit, um, under a tiny bit of pressure, and from a home, and not your typical kids that you would expect, so, I said, right, fuck it, I may do something about this, try and sort something out. So I got in contact with Talk to Tom. As it is at the minute, I have a tiny bit of clout. I'm still boxing so I can get onto yourselves and mm. other people to get involved. John Kavanagh done a message of support towards the event and stuff. So Pascal and a couple of the lads are coming down from the gym as well. Um, so it's just to sort of raise awareness of the charity and not only of the charity, this new website, headspacegory.ie, it's still in production, it's not fully up and running yet, but this will save lives, and I'm very confident about that. I'm very proud to be associated with it. It's going to have practical advice in relation to questions that you need to ask. If you're suffering a little bit yourself, there'll be little keys and tips that you can do. There'll be contact numbers. Talk to Tom is a fully registered charity. All the funds that are raised go towards counsellors for kids in the area. And you know, it's, it's a fantastic thing. I, I suffer, I, I was diagnosed a number of years ago with bipolar. So I think that when I went public about that, I think that's sort of why a couple of the younger people maybe contact me if they're under a little bit of pressure. So I'm convinced this website will save lives. Like. 
When it comes to bipolar, the most high-profile person I know is Stephen Fry, and he wasn't diagnosed until he was 37. Mm. Very intelligent man, very clued in man. I was surprised he hadn't been diagnosed with this until he was 37 years of age. That's quite late. And he was saying, I'd never even heard the word before. Uh, for the first time I had the diagnosis, it explained to me the massive highs and the miserable lows that I lived with all my life. So the highs and the lows. Yeah. That is about as in-depth an understanding as I have of bipolar. It's someone who has massive highs, massive lows. What made you think you had an issue and, and, and when did bipolar enter your vernacular, say? I was very lucky. I am very lucky. My, my doctor is a family friend and uh, I suppose he noticed dips constantly maybe, but there will be a history maybe of depression in my family, but nothing crazy, you know, nothing mental bad or anything like that. But I went, I lost my best friend when I was 19 and um, very close. He would have been like a brother to me, Colin Bulger, and I suffered fairly bad with it at the time. How did he pass away? He committed suicide. Um, so Shock? No, unfortunately, I'd love to say it was, but Rewind these 16 years dead now, God rest the man. That conversation 16 years ago was nearly, you You change the subject straight away as opposed to trying to look for help. And that's a lot of the reason around this headspace, Gory.ie. It's to, to learn how to ask the questions, to learn how to, if someone does disclose something, that they're suicidal or they're having suicide thoughts, that you take it serious. Well, it would have been difficult for you at a certain age. Yeah, I was young. I that. was young. And listen, mental health wasn't talked about as much back then. So, um, but Colin passed away. and I hope you don't beat yourself up over that. No, no, I did for a, a long time. Um, but no, no, I don't now, thank God. But yes, long story short, Colin passed away a couple of years after, more or less to the same date. Another friend killed himself and... I was finding myself in peaks and troughs. I was finding myself laugh, lashing out in other ways, whether it be drinking to excess. I got myself suspended from hurling and football. Anyone in Wexford will probably remember that. I was, I was decent enough at both, but I just was going off the rails altogether. Um, I was very lucky. My doctor noticed this. Like I said, he's a family friend, Brian O'Doherty. And he got me to a psychiatrist and it's the easiest explanation I've ever heard of bipolar and I think it's sort of, it, it sums everything up for me in one. Um, the doctor more or less said that bipolar it's either black or it's white and I saw things as either amazing or horrendous like there was no filter. But he said in real life there is no such thing as black and white, there's a million different shades of grey. And what the medication does for me and what maintaining it does, it, it makes sure that I can keep on that level keel, that I see the balance, you know. So I didn't see it. Things were either if I won a match, I was over the moon. If I won a fight, it was the most amazing feeling of all time. But when I lost one, like it was, oh, it was like you were in the depths altogether, right, you know. So and, and back then, naivety and... and not having a my wife now, I'm very lucky to have my son, but I drank to excess, you know, to try and mask 
what was going on and well you're masking the pain yeah well and trying to get highs again and stuff like that but as it was i i went out of control had a lot of bad years and and i won't lie to you and anyone that suffers with bipolar and, and if they're listening hmm. yeah you still have them peaks and troughs, but you manage them, do you know what I mean? You still have days where everyone, everyone wakes up and have days that they're not feeling the best star. Mm. So is, is, is it that volatile Nile that it could be from one day to the next, or is, does it tend to be peaks for a week or a month and then lows for a week and a month, or can you be literally up and down across a day even? You can't believe, you have to maintain, like if you're on medication, you have to, if it's a thing, I wouldn't notice it, but my wife would notice it um, if I wasn't taking my medication regularly. Like, and sometimes you wake up and you just forget to take it. Like, you know, so it's not something I would be aware of, but I think the people that care about you would see it. Like, you know, and they'd see probably a snappier complexion. Maybe you'd be a little bit more hasty or mm. drastic. I suppose is probably a better word. Like, you know, things are up and down like so as i was growing up if i was to probably describe myself i would have been a very deep thinker do you know what i mean i would have taken things very like i was i seemed to be made captain of most of the teams i'd ever play on because i took it so personally and took it so seriously i could never understand i could never understand anyone playing a match and not wanting to die to win do you know so Looking back now, they were probably telltale signs then, you know, as a child I was the, the shoulder, the responsibility. I couldn't, even at 16, playing for Nevena, um, playing senior hurling or senior football, I couldn't understand how, how grown men weren't willing to mm. die to win a match like, you know, and it just, I, the balance, there was no balance there, you know, and so I'm just very lucky that I have that now. Yeah. And so it was your doctor, your family friend, mm. spotting the pattern maybe, and saying, let's uh, investigate this a bit. And that, yeah. that, that was the key moment for you. Look, I, that man saved my life, and there's no, because I was, I was spiraling. I wouldn't even say spiraling. I, I still, like, I still managed to fluke myself into the guards through all this, like, you know, so right. it was, in the face of it, in some respects, life yeah. was okay. Yeah, to, to the outside world, everything was fine, like, you know, and, and no one would have been aware of it. Like, so I was just very lucky that he, he's, he spotted it. Mm. And my sister, who would be extremely close to, spotted it. And they got me the help I needed. And, and But like that, I still have to maintain that, you know, and it's a thing, it's a balance that I have to make sure my medication is right. I, and this is part of, this is one of the reasons behind Headspace as well is that we find activities that make us happy. Do you know what I mean? That I'm I'm boxing, I'm thirty five, I'm probably never going to be a world champion. Don't say that to Pascal and he'll be disappointed, but I probably won't ever be a world champion. But I love it and it keeps me healthy and I look there's loads every whatever makes you happy whether it yes. be religion whether it be art whether it be crafts whether it be fighting in a ring <laughs> whether it's football whatever it is just do it yes. just you know try and give yourself that smile the things that you talk about there you know uh, that kind of 
almost extreme conscientiousness as a kid, taking the matches seriously and even getting into a deep conversation with your driver in Connecticut, it all speaks of a a sensitive soul as well. Like you're taking <laughs> I don't know. things on board. But uh, when you have young lads ringing you around Gory, it's terribly upsetting thought, isn't it? Like we all know what's going on. Mm. Of course we do. The suicide rate in this country and across the world is is awful but uh, to have young lads ringing you in a tough spot I'd say is a jarring moment it's not something that happens every day and your heart goes out to them and you must that's that's obviously part of this drive at Gory Boxing Club on Saturday almost when you're confronted with the personal face of it and you talk about your friend who suffered as well um, but like those young lads obviously pretty desperate to be reaching out and looking for help yeah, look, I don't think that any of the, well, I don't think any of the three over Christmas would have hurt themselves, I believe, mm. but I don't know that. I couldn't swear to that, you know, but there was no mention of that. But they were just concerned about how they were feeling and, and things going on, but... Yes. I, like, it's brilliant for me now. I can push people on to this. Like I, I don't take ownership of it. And I sort of did with Colin when I suffered a long time. Um, yeah. Because he had mentioned stuff to me and I pushed it off. Do you know what I mean? They talked about football or talked about anything instead of talking about it. But now there is that wonderful charity talk to Tom in the town. Um, I lost a very close friend last year to leukemia. Uh, tough time, very hard and a lot of his close friends were under pressure and I put a couple in, in contact with Talk to Tom and, and they really helped, you know, yeah. they got him the, the help and support they needed and you know, we, we all, life isn't easy and there's no one going to say it is and, but if we, like, if we can help each other and I think I suppose this week is it's fairly prevalent to say it, but being kind is so apparent. Mm. You know, if we can be kind to people, and like I, I love Gory and I love Gory people, and I'm very patriotic about my town. So, if I can help someone in my town, I would love to. You know, and yes, I, yeah. Well, listen. The best to look with it. So, uh, what, what's the website again, Niall, that you want to promote? It's headspacegory.ie and. Like I said, it's it's not fully finished. It's in production at the minute, mm. but it will. If you're looking for anything, there's a good bit on that. And then um, talk to Tom that I have a massive amount as well. And just like the the name of the website or the website is headspacegory.ie, but they're doing fantastic work in Belfast. They're doing fantastic work all around the country. Mm. So it's it's a utility anyone can use, do you know what I mean? Go on to it wherever you are, if you're struggling a little bit, anything at all, not even if you're struggling, if your friends are struggling and you're worried about them, go on to it. There's just practical advice on it and I, yeah. I'd be very, I'm, like I said, I'm very proud to be associated. Yeah, well, I mean, good on you, because it's not easy to come out and talk about it. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Niall Kennedy, who's also, as well as doing all this, the number one ranked heavyweight in the country. Uh, we, around the time, what, 4am, when you're in the midst of this mm. charity run in Gory, there'll be a rather big fight over in Vegas. Yeah. I'm sure you're looking forward to that as well. 
we were just chatting before you we went on air there you were saying you've changed your mind about how this is going to go a couple of times at this stage i'd say i've changed it three times since the car park to here even it's yeah it's a massive fight i think it's probably the biggest fight that you can make in heavyweight boxing after the first one especially and like uh, joshua has lost a tiny little bit of the allure after the ruiz defeat like so you have these two phenomenal athletes yeah. and I think if Tyson re- wins it and regains the ring belt he's the only person since Muhammad Ali to have done it like you know so yeah it's, it's an insane fight yeah high stakes what about yourself I know you you were fighting uh, Devin Vargas in mm. Boston uh, your first defeat as a pro yeah he turned pro in 2015 I think this was your 15th uh, fight so have you got a fight upcoming that you're planning for or where are you this year what's the plan this year now plan is to get back winning um the 14th of march in boston and right get momentum going again get back the fight with argus went the way it went um, and obviously it'd be lovely to get him again to correct the wrong but that doesn't always happen so i've put that to back of my head in here mm. March the 14th is the target now. Um, we have an opponent, but certain things haven't been tied down, so I can't mention him. But he's he's a very decent opponent, very credible. On paper, probably a lot stronger than Vargas was. So I'll have to be, I'll have to have my game face on. But um, camp is going really well. I was just sparring. Thank God, there's no videos. But uh, I was just sparring before this with. Uh, Tommy McCarthy came down from Belfast and gave me great work and sparring has been going very well. I've been over with John Phillips in SPG helping him out as well. So yeah, look if if both fights aren't won in training, so it's about performing on the fourteenth now and okay. I'm thirty five and I need to get there and do it now. Good man. Well listen, come in and chat to us around the time of that fight, will you? And we'll Perfect, give, give yeah. it a push as well. Um, great having you in. The best of luck on Saturday. Again, the fight against suicide in uh, Gory Boxing Club this Saturday, 24 hours. Uh, Niall Kennedy, thanks so much, Niall. Perfect. Off the Brawl on OTB Sports Radio, Ireland's first and only sports radio station.